Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speaker. Download the podcast. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You can hit us up at 888-729-3776. That's 888-SAY-ESPN. Twitter feed, at Key, J, and Max. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What's happening, man? I ain't been to sleep. Because you went to that game? You saw that game last night? That's why, huh? I'm working on fumes, but I could get through it. I'm good. No, yeah, I went that, that. Come on, Jay, man. That's. I was going to ask you, if seeing Russell Westbrook play the way he did, did that help your night or did that make it worse? You know, you couldn't it, was sleep one them, it was one of them can't deals. Call it, can't call it. Yep. Yeah, it was one of them deals you really can't call it, player. It's just like <laughs> I'm watching it and I'm sitting there saying to myself, damn. Mm-hmm. And and it's not even and it really an it's not an indictment on him. It's just the whole get up just didn't look right. It right. just did it just didn't it didn't look right where Milwaukee looked different. Well, we're gonna get into all that coming up. No sleep for key. See, I'm not no, worried I'm about hour. No, man, I'm, I'm not worried good. about hour one or hour two. I want to see yeah, it between hour three end. and hour on four. On the back end, hour three or four. Yeah, that's it. All right, challenge. we'll power through. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Tons of great guests today. We got Super Bowl champions Jeff Saturday, Jerob Mayo, and Emmanuel Sanders. So, guys, Charles Woodson, Hall of Fame corner. Let's just jump right in on Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Um, on what the Packers should do with Aaron Rodgers. Listen to this. I'm putting on my, my GM hat, you know, and I'm saying, hey, what are we going to do this next season? And I look at the roster that we have. You know what? I'm thinking about trading Aaron Rodgers and see what I can get in, to, get in, get in return for him. Maybe I can get uh, a quarterback that can help kind of steady my quarterback room and get some comp- competition for Jordan Love. Uh, I'm telling LaFleur, hey, Jordan Love does not leave the building this, out, this offseason. We're going to get him prepared to play. Because when I look at the team and this defense, and the way that defense performed, they have a good team. And so they know that they'll be able to go into the next season being able to be solid on that side of the ball and then let the offense catch up. Now, Key, presumably they're not just going to let him walk out the door, but let's say he really don't want to be there and they decide, or, or, or they have a, they're at a crossroads. If you could get three firsts for Aaron Rodgers, a nice little quarterback, two firsts and a third like they did for Stafford, I, I understand his point. Yeah, well, you asked him, right? If you can get a haul for him, then yeah, of course. You, I would move, I would move Aaron Donald for a haul. I mean, there's certain guys. If you're willing to just give me your entire team, yeah, you can have him. You but can I, have him. So, but but the idea being that it's so like people who would bristle at that say it's so hard to find a good quarterback, let alone the best one, arguably, yeah, right? But but who am I trading him to, right? So you start you you start looking. I understand what C. Wood is talking about, but it's just not that easy to just trade Aaron Rodgers because you got to get something in return. I got to still field a fifty three man team, right? I still mm-hmm. need a roster, and I, on top of that, I need a quarterback room that can compete and give me an opportunity to win games, both as a general manager and as a head coach. So if you say to me, I'm willing to take in 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 take Detroit, just let's just use Detroit for an example, and they're going to give me their three ones. Sure. Detroit and I'll take especially. Jared because guess what it was going to be? Every year they're going to probably be 
in the top five because the team is so bad. Yeah, not but all if, ones are created equal. Right? Yeah, uh, not all ones are created <laughs> equal. Agree, but then how do you ha- how do you handle Aaron Rodgers saying, um, no, I don't want to go to that team? Well, right, but but so what what I'm suggesting is I, let's let's forget about the details of where he would go for a second. Let's just say well, I you understand. could bring in Garoppolo. Two well, ones and a three. Okay. I'm just trying to like make it like well, the Rams. It, if you frame it you know? like a San Francisco, then I could see Aaron being like, okay, like I would approve that. But I, I don't know if he's going that. to three ones and a yeah. three because two ones and a three for Aaron Rodgers is not the same as Matthew Stafford. Stafford. No so, doubt. Yes. No I'd doubt, take three sure. ones and a three and give me Jimmy Garoppolo oh. back, and we'll swap our ones in the future. That's uh, we can like play. It that has game. to be. In other yes. words, it has to be a heist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got. I need your whole building because because. To me, guys, the Packers drafting Jordan Love, what they had in mind at the time is we have to prepare for life without Aaron Rodgers. Now, Jordan Love does not appear to be panning out like they'd hoped, or I don't think that they would be like, we cannot let this guy, you know, and, and, and hold on as tight as they have. But at a certain point, you do have to – the reason I bring up Garoppolo is I'm trying to think about a nice NFL quarterback – who you can win with. Garoppolo just got by Aaron Rodgers, made some key plays down the stretch Rodgers failed to make. So it's not like you can't win with Garoppolo. Jordan Love can also work behind yeah, a guy like Jimmy G, continue to improve and see what his arm could do in the as future. Much as, I, as much as I like Jimmy G, though, Give me somebody else, though. I thought you were okay the, with Jimmy yeah, G. I, I thought, thought both you and Max no, were I, good with Jimmy G. I am okay with Jimmy G. As I said, as much as I like Jimmy G, uh-huh. And, and Max is right. They've won some games with Jimmy G. <laughs> but I don't think that the Packers team is built for a Jimmy G style. You need a little bit more based on how the team is constructed, especially when you look at the receiving core. You look at the defensive side of the ball for the Green Bay Packers. I need my quarterback to have a little more magic to his game just in case I need him to bail us out because all of a sudden, you know, the Green Bay Packers was giving up the goods in the red zone defensively. You get into the red zone, you were scoring points literally every possession. Mm. You got into the red zone. So now I need a quarterback that can balance that off. If you told me that, and I go back to Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill, we'll take Ryan Tannehill, you're three and three ones. Okay, let's have a he's conversation. A little more athletic, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I need yeah. a little more than just a little bit more How about than Derek Jimmy Carr? G. Yeah, that'd Derek be fine. Carr from the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, that's, that'd be fine. Yeah, I'm trying that to going out west. I mean, that's a guy. I mean, I'm looking at. I'm looking at like I. I agree with everybody. It's unlikely to the Niners, but I always look at the Niners as a dark horse in this, so to speak. I, but Key's idea of Tennessee is a very good one. Like I, I understand. Oh, but there's a cap hit in this and that. Teams can figure that out. And the Broncos is also a logical one. They took the OC. He's, he's Aaron Rodgers singing That's his praises. That's a logical one. Yes. Yeah. So, but I, I don't know. And, and in the in the NFL, you don't see as many like extra teams involved in deals in like MLB and the NBA. No, it's not a three. It's not. Trade. Yeah. They don't do that. It's but, no because it's cap. Too many cap. Too many uh, ramifications. But I wonder if there is a separate deal they can make to bring in a quarterback that doesn't involve the Aaron Rodgers trade. Right. Nice quarterback, and then also get a haul. Because, like, I, I get what Woodson is saying. You're going to have to prepare for life without him, and it's not like you're winning the Super Bowl with him now. Yeah, I can, uh, move, <laughs> I can, I can move Aaron Rodgers to a team, take the, one of those picks, and go get somebody else. Like, I could, if, I, I could tell Tennessee, 
for instance, I go back to Tennessee, and I'm sorry, but I am. It's a good idea. I could tell Tennessee, hey, I'll give you a one for Ryan Tannehill. Now, I could tell Denver to give me your three ones, and now I could look and, you know, move, manipulate that without having to do the deal directly with Tennessee. If Aaron Rodgers wants to go to Denver, I could trade to Denver. Now I can go try to steal uh, Ryan Tannehill, for instance, from Tennessee. I just don't feel like the Packers would be better off without Aaron Rodgers. I don't. No, who, no I don't even. No, not at all. But there, maybe, I, maybe I, I, not I, not in the near future, but maybe in the in the long run. Yeah, but wait until you get to the long run. You're not. I don't feel like you're there right the now. Long, long run may be sooner than you think, especially if he wants out. We are I mean, talking I, about a guy yeah. that's about to win the MVP again. Yeah, I, wants, let's just remember what out. we're talking about now. Yeah, if he if he wants out, it's difficult. Yeah, well, if he, if wants, he out. wants out. I understand that. We don't know that as of yet. There are guys that we talk about around the league. Mitch Trubisky has come up key, and his his resume looks much better in Chicago in retrospect, right? Daniel Jones with the Giants. There are kind of, as you would call them, tall drink of water quarterbacks who can run and throw and do some things and maybe need to be coached up a little bit who are around the league, who can do some of those Tannehill-type things in the right no, situation. That's no, that's yeah, true, I'm but great. I don't know that I – I don't know if I'm uh, Green Bay that I want to reach at that. I want to get a <laughs> guy good. who's kind of got some skin on in the game, uh, which is like a Ryan Tannehill. All right. The Packers are not the only preseason championship contender looking at major changes in the next few days, weeks, and months. That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. They're not good. They're not good enough. I don't, I don't understand why sometimes we can't just admit when a team isn't good enough. Yeah, it tells us we ain't, we ain't on their level. I mean, I, probably, I would have told you that before the game, so. Do you think you can reach that level? Where they are right now? Um, I don't know. And you act surprised you're not as good as you would hope to be? It defies logic to me. Did you all hear that? The significance... LeBron James didn't just say just now that you'd sound you just heard. He didn't say we're not on their level. He said, can you get to that level? In other words, is it in there somewhere? LeBron James said no. Sad. Lakers lost to the Bucks 131-116 last night. Dave McMenamin wrote, Quote, the brief period of time that L.A. did play up to the level it aspires to came in the fourth quarter with Russell Westbrook on the bench. McMenamin reports that the Lakers now feel urgency to make changes as the trade deadline nears. And I'm going to be the one 
stubborn person in the world. Quadruple down, key. Stick to Here my he guns goes. From, from what I said in the preseason, because I've seen this. Maybe not to this extent, but what? I've seen this for three years. Guys, just remember, there were three consecutive years where Russell Westbrook was not good in the first half. I understand there's a difference between not good and, like, tragic. But he was not good in the first half. He was great in the second half. Max. And and he has to – what do you think he – Keith, Max. Jay, he forgot Max. how to play basketball? No, no but it's that Max, it. it just looked different, though, dog. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I understand the second half, you know, last several years when he's been traded and the first half looked one way and the second half looked another. This is one of them deals where it's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, you, when you see it, you got to see it, Max. Not I mean, I mean, like, just really look at it. Really look at it and be like, Huh. Some it's it's something, Jay. I don't know what it is. It's it's like a an infielder in baseball to me that goes into a slump that just can't field the ball and throw it to first. Mm. Can't throw the ball over to. Like. Can't throw the ball. Chuck Knobloch can't, suddenly forgets how to throw the ball to first it, base. It's just a. It was one of the weirdest things to see in person. This is what happens when you are a superstar, but you also wear the hat of GM, right? Because from what I heard, Rob Palenka wanted a guy like Buddy Hield, and I think Buddy Hield would have fit into this offense a lot differently, doing with his ability to space the floor. And what LeBron wanted was Russell Westbrook, and they got Russell Westbrook. And right, I mean, look, you have two days off after you beat the Knicks in overtime, two days off to relax, and you come out last night. That game was embarrassing. They were down thirty at one point in the game. Uh, yeah, that was, about, that was about my fifth shot. <laughs> That's it, why he's running on key. fumes, ladies and, and gentlemen. And this is the second game in a row where Russell Westbrook has not played in the fourth quarter. He's been benched. Let me ask you he's something about benched. that, Jay. I want to ask you something about that. Like, I, I look at Floyd Mayweather in boxing. The, one of the reasons that people, well, why, don't, why isn't Floyd the greatest of all time? Because boxing heads know he chose opponents very carefully and wisely. But that's because he was the smartest guy in the game. He, he knew what he was looking at more than anyone else. That's why he was the best boxer. So he knew, no, that guy everyone thinks is good. I see a vulnerability. This guy, the time is right, et cetera. LeBron, to me, is like that. His, eye, his basketball IQ is so high. What happened where he looks at Westbrook, he goes, no, I want that guy. And he, and he so misidentified the situation that, that he's spectacularly wrong. LeBron? Yes, I mean, you swing sometimes and you miss. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens, right? You, you, you can't shoot 100% from the field all the time. I, I get the notion of it, though, because when Brown wouldn't be on the court, he can kickstart the offense. He gives you that extra momentum because he plays fast and he increases the tempo of the game and he's another willing passer. But it just seems like the, the pieces don't fit. And there's this beef between him and Frank Vogel. I mean, it, you got to listen to the sound because what it sounds to me like, Key, is when a guy starts saying, well, it's – It's not me. I got to have the opportunity to play in order to be here on the court and help you guys. I mean, even seeing the the body language between Bron and AD last night when he's trying to console them, their body language is like, come on, man, get out of here with that right now. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is, you mentioned sound from Westbrook. Here's Westbrook on that late game moment with AD and LeBron. He's trying to give him a cheer him up. Listen to this. Listen to Westbrook. Just give him encouragement. Just... Keep their head up. Keep playing. Tough night. Um, and I told him I wish I could help him. Unfortunately, I wasn't in the game to be able to help them. Um, and that's why I, you know, why I came here to be able to help them out. So, unfortunately, I haven't been able to do that you know, for them. But it's, that's not my call. Um, I can be there um, you know, as a leader um, and as a voice 
of whatever it is that is needed for the team, and that's what I'll do um, until, um, you know, my number or whatever is called during that time. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. See, here's what leadership is to me, Key. I don't deflect on my head coach making a decision whether I'm in the game or not. I don't use that as an excuse. And I understand that you could be frustrated about the scenario, but you have to fix that. And that feels like somebody's deflecting blame, saying it's not, you know, it started off strong. Hey, I want to build you up. It's just another game. We'll be fine. But, like, leadership is owning the accountability of the fact that you're not in games during the fourth quarter. Or you're not in games where your team's making a run to get back in and the game. it's not because you're balling that you're sitting on the exactly. bench. Exactly. Well, he, <clears throat> he clearly knows that if there's a problem. I mean, he knows that. Whenever he touched the ball, the crowd booed. Literally, they were booing when he touched the ball. So he knows – that there are some issues and frustration sets in with professional athletes when things aren't going the way that you anticipated them to go. LeBron James looked at Westbrook as a, a guy who could help the team play. Remember, you asked you asked Max, you asked Jay to question how did LeBron mismanage mm-hmm. identifying Westbrook as a piece. Mm-hmm. Well, when he identified him, Westbrook was okay. It was fine. Nobody nobody envisioned. Westbrook playing at the way that he's playing and at this level. They didn't say, oh, okay, Westbrook is hot garbage. Let's go sign him. They were like, no, he's good for what we want to do. He's going to be the guy. When LeBron's on the bench, he can come in at the second unit and, and, and kind of control things, still keep us in the games from an offensive standpoint. He is in a terrible, terrible, like literally terrible slump, That one that I've never really seen in basketball. I've seen guys drop footballs, you know, several games in a row and try to fix it. I've seen guys, as I mentioned before, in baseball have trouble fielding the ball and throwing it to first base. I've seen that, but I've never, ever seen what I saw last night. And, and LeBron James is certainly frustrated when you look at body language. That's why I like going to games because I can read body language very gotcha. well. And the body language is like, man, get me something or get me the hell out of here. I, I do not want to miss the headline here because I, I haven't ever really heard this man speak this way. LeBron James literally said it was like an admission of we're nowhere close. Like it, it almost feels like I've never heard LeBron James sound defeated. I've I have one more one frustrated. Time. I heard him I heard when? one time. Before in the in the second, I want to say season, they they the finals against the Warriors, the KD Warriors. They asked LeBron before one of the games, maybe even before the series starter, maybe it was a game or two into the series, and he be, he sounded like this to me, like he knew, like we we he but sounded we, like we can't that, win. That, that's fine if you're talking about being in the playoffs or an NBA final. We're talking, we're not even at the halfway point of the season yet. You're not lying, and I, that, I, that, that's you, that's a shocking admission. From the greatest player yeah. that the game has ever seen, potentially. The slow walk does it for me, though. That just tell me right then and there that he realizes that they're in trouble. You know, the slow walk, you know that slow walk, man. It's not a good one. Yeah, well, and also when you just get whooped like that, it's hard to say, yeah, we're as good as that team. Or, but, but we're going to be, and the answer is no, we're not going, going to, to be. be. He tried to walk it back a little bit because he knew, oh, whoa, what I just say? But he said it. That was Straight Talk Wireless. As I mentioned, no contract, no compromise. From one Russ who is cooked to another. That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax, 
on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Russell Wilson, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, was a product of Pete Carroll and that defense. You realize we were once in a generation type talent, and you should have kept it and appreciated when you had it. The moment that they took that defense away from him and allowed it to be Cook Russ. And people were like, let Russell, let Russ cook, let Russ cook. You did not win a Super Bowl letting Russ cook. You have not. You have not. You have not been anywhere close to a Super Bowl. We have to stop including Russell Wilson in these talks that if Russell Wilson goes here, does this team win a Super Bowl? All right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, you're all going too far now. We'll chop it up. (laughs) So, Key, J, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, who until this last season, just now, had only one time been under double-digit wins in his career, a season where he won nine games. Please repeat that for our audience. One time in his career was under double-digit wins before this season, and it was a nine-win season. Mm. Okay? Okay. Now, this year won the same, right? Oh, and they're lining up to take shots at Russell Wilson. My man, Ryan Clark, ESPN football analyst on an excellent morning program called Get Up. Listen to RC talk about Russell Wilson. We have to stop including Russell Wilson in these talks that if Russell Wilson goes here, does this team win a Super Bowl? If Hmm. Russell Wilson goes here, does this team win a Super Bowl? This Hmm. isn't basketball. And frankly, Russell Wilson actually isn't that great. He isn't that much of a factor that changes who football teams are. And so now we're thinking to ourselves, is he an upgrade over the quarterback we have? And can he make us a better team? And that's not every team in the NFL. You know, when when you hear it, it sounds weird. Max r- running off the numbers of the wins and the losses, and it, it just sounds strange saying that he cannot be an impact franchise quarterback for a team because Russell Wilson certainly on his resume has statistical numbers. He also has been in the two Super Bowls. 
But when you dive deep into it, and as an ex-football player, and even current football players, Ryan Clark's an ex-guy, I'm an ex-guy, but you got Richard Sherman. We all kind of are saying the same thing. It's not an indictment at all on Russell Wilson's ability. It's just certain quarterbacks have certain styles that fit certain systems that make them thrive to a whole nother level. If the Seattle Seahawks would have kept the same sort of system on the defensive side and paid Russell Wilson a certain amount of money and kept that not that particular defense but kept a certain defense intact in doing some of the same things and principles, then they would have put themselves in a much better position to continue to make a strong run at a Super Bowl. But when they decided that they were going to allow Russell to throw the football all over the lot, become what the NFL is today, which is heavy passing and less running, that this was going to be Russell's team, that was a big mistake because he's not the type of quarterback. This is not Aaron Rodgers, okay? This is not John Elway, so to speak. This is not a guy who you decide, okay, I'm going to put all of it on him. It's a totally different situation. He's still very productive and good, but in the right situation, he could be even better. Mm-hmm. I just I, I hear what you're saying, kid, and the the thoroughness of it, the context that you provide, it, it makes sense. It just it feels like when I hear RC talk about it, it's it just it diminishes how talented Russell Wilson actually is. Like, and I know that you said you guys can see deeper than like numbers. But when the guy is this, has the second highest career passer rating in NFL history, and we say we can't just put him I on know, anything, you know, I, I, I hear I'm like, all right, I put him on the Browns, make the Browns better, put him on the Steelers, make the Steelers a lot better. Yeah, he's good. Put him on the Colts. I'll take him over Carson. I think Wentz. the argument is he's yeah, good, but not the, but great. The, but but the but see the the, the, but, the conversation, Jay, isn't that if you put him on those teams those teams aren't going to be significantly better. Yep, the, the conversation, the, the conversation is, is, if you put him on those teams, can he take them and win the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's the conversation. Yes. And see, I think R.C., myself, and Richard Sherman, and then even some executives around the National Football League don't feel the same way. If you when put him you, on Tennessee, Key, you don't think he can win a Super Bowl with Tennessee? I think... Think I, I think he'll I think Tennessee may be in a little bit of a better situation. Key, he can give Maybe. you a way better chance than Ryan Tannehill. Well, let's put it this way, guys. Let's put it this way. He won a Super Bowl, but it was really a defensive team, right? Then they got back to a Super Bowl. They came one play short, and everyone Marshawn Lynch ran it, and he should have run it instead of Russell throwing it, and they wanted to justify the money and all this kind of stuff. <clears throat> but Russell Wilson, year in and year out, basically does the following until this year. They win double-digit games and a playoff game. That's about the extent of it. Double-digit games and a playoff game. And, and Aaron Rodgers takes a team and wins maybe a game or two more than Russell Wilson and wins two playoff games, right? But Aaron Rodgers ain't in the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl one time. Russell's been there twice. So, so Rodgers is better than Russell Wilson, right? He takes his team a little farther every year, a win or two more in the regular season, maybe another playoff win until this year where Russell seemed to go backwards and the franchise went backwards. I think what people are saying is just be – even if you call Russell Wilson great – and by the way, for the record, I do. I think he's a great quarterback. 
not once you hit great, it doesn't mean everyone's the same. There are levels to it. Mm-hmm. And I think both you and I, Jay, would acknowledge Aaron Rodgers is on one level. Yes. Russell Wilson's not on his level, even though they're both great. It, I think the argument we're having is foot, football players, like he and RC, et cetera, are here saying he's very good, he's not great. And fans, even though you were an athlete at the highest level, but you didn't play football at the highest level, fans, like you and me, are looking and going, we think he's great. Like, maybe not as great as Aaron Rodgers, but isn't it a great thing to put up the numbers he's put up while you're going to the playoffs every year and advancing? So let's look at this in yeah, tiers, Key. So who, who, are the, who, who are the greats? Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes? Mm-hmm. Take me through the greats, Key. Brady, obviously. But Brady, if he's, but retired. he's retired. I mean, we, we kind of go through this exercise a lot, right? I know. I'm just trying to figure um, out like the levels to it, right? It's, it's about four or five quarterbacks that you – feel if you took them and you placed them anywhere, the team is going to be significantly better. They're going to probably go to the Super Bowl. And then there's a group of guys that if you place in those places, they'll have a fighting chance. And then there's the other guys that just whatever, they wear uniforms. I think when you look at it, though, Max, and you said that, you know, the players feel one way. What I was going to say is front office executives also feel the same way. If you look at Russell Wilson, teams were not kicking down the door when they heard that there was a possibility of him wanting to move. The only team that really checked in with them was the Chicago Bears. And guess what they was trying to do? Save their damn jobs. So they didn't – they were just trying to save their jobs. So Seattle said, no, we're not trading Russell Wilson. But you didn't hear teams lining up like, we'll give you whatever to get him where you heard multiple teams talk about Deshaun Watson, even though Deshaun Watson is in something different off the field, and that has to get cleared up. You heard all sorts of teams. Oh, man, you get Deshaun, blah, 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 blah. You also heard it about Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you get Aaron Rodgers, man, let's, let's give up what we can. You didn't hear it about Russ. What you heard is Russ's camp putting that out there to gauge the interest of people, but it never came to fruition. So he wind up having to stay in Seattle, which he started off hot and then it fizzled. So he's a good quarterback, man. There's nothing wrong with him at the quarterback spot. He's just not a guy, if the situation isn't perfect, that can take you where you're trying to go. This is a moving target, though. Like I feel like right now, Russell Wilson's stock is as low as it could be. Mm-hmm. And people are still forced to say he's a good quarterback. That's as low as you can go because he had a bad season on a bad team. He was hurt. He's always been short, right? Like, that's just a fact. And, and, but, I mean, like, it is. People think of quarterbacks differently along those lines. Unless you're the Drew Brees, people are like, well, that your size is going to get brought up. He's 33. So, like, when you say, uh-oh, injuries starting to creep he's still up. young, though. Size, but he's not young like you mentioned to Sean Watson or someone like that. So, I think it's a perfect storm of, like, it, like in other words, Buy Russell Wilson stock because you're buying low now. Exactly. I agree with that. But even at his best, I think that football players are saying he's something less than the uppermost tier. And then when you think about it, when you think about it over the last several years, Mm -hmm. Max, you talked about the double-digit wins. That division wasn't very good outside the Rams. You know, San Francisco was not very good. (laughs) Arizona was not very Uh good. The Rams were okay, right? They had they hit with Sean McVay, 
and they went to the Super Bowl. So they battled back and forward with Seattle. So when you look at the statistical numbers, the numbers are there. We're in a passing league. He's going to have yeah, a great QBR completion percentage, uh, 3,500 yards, 4,000 yards. You can say the same thing about Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Weak divisions, no quarterbacks. Yeah, you can, but guess what just... they did? They hit when it counted most. I, I they but they're, but they're, in. they're still winning double-digit yeah. games, Key. Yeah, like Rodgers yeah, has but it's not, not done the same. that much better I, than Russell you, Wilson. You, it's no, also, though, it's like – it's also understanding that every game you win is still like you can only win the games that are in front of you, man. Yeah, but you can say the same thing about Jimmy Garoppolo. He wins if no you look at records. Okay, you wouldn't want Jimmy well, listen, Garoppolo. Guys, we could we should say we, we got to move on. But a cup a, a little bit later in the show, we're going to play better, worse, or the same because you just mentioned Garoppolo. Better, worse, or the same. Add Russell Wilson to teams like the Titans, the 49ers, the Patriots. Are they better, worse, or the same? We're going through a whole bunch of teams to try and peg where we actually think <laughs> Russell Wilson is at this moment. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. You can save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. Let's get back to the quarterback who has turned his franchise around. One thing that I see about Joe Burrow, if you ever look through his helmet, that man, he don't flinch. Just put it in my hands, Trey. It's over. Just a kid from Ohio coming down, chasing a dream. He has this swagger that I just absolutely love. I'm here to win games and win championships. They call him Joe Burr. Rob Gronkowski was part of a Q&A with Autographs NFT, and he was asked about playing with a quarterback other than Tom Brady. Here is what Rob Gronkowski said. And I quote, I kind of like this young buck quarterback. He's in the Super Bowl now. It's Joe Burrow, man. I watched him in college. I just love the way he presents himself out on the football field. In the pocket, he's just so calm, and he just slings it out on the field. I just love his swag, too. If I had to pick a quarterback, it would be the young buck, Joe Burrow. He's killing it right now in the game. Now, this is the second day in a row we've heard a star player talk about Joe Burrow this way. Um. Here's the question I have for you, Key. Yes. Are we going to see the Bengals start to attract star players or even if it's name brand players who, are, who still got something? I'm looking at like anywhere between, and I, these are defensive guys, but like J.J. Watt and Von Miller. Guys who can still play at one level or another have brand names where they were once great, but they're still good. Like at least guys like that, are they going to want to play with Cincinnati? Well, the, the key is we talked about Joe Burrow, right, in mm-hmm. that. Now at the end, guess what you just said? Are they going to want to play with Cincinnati and in Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. As long as Cincinnati is winning, that's all guys want to do. They want to win. Joe Burrow effect is, 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 is a cherry on top. There's no question about it. But if you are a winning team, you attract me. If you are a losing team, I'm not trying to go to Cincinnati. You couldn't get anybody the last several years to go to Cincinnati unless they was drafted there. You wasn't high price free agents wasn't going there unless they needed to hit pay dirt. But I think the combination of winning in a young quarterback that has some ability to be great for a long time, you'll you'll get people saying to themselves, "Okay, this is a real team. I got a real opportunity to be in the playoffs every single year." So you will attract people because of that. 
and don't overlook culture, guys. I, I, culture goes a long way, right? Like, do I want to be part of that culture of that franchise? And that, if that culture is led by guys like a Joe Burrow or guys who take that alpha role by saying, hey, this is me. This is the kind of environment we have. Because maybe this is too inside, athlete key. But you and I both know, like, all the cultures ain't the same now. Like, there's some places you go, like, you might be winning, but be like, damn, I got I just may want to be in here long enough to win just so I can get a better contract to be out. I feel like the culture they're creating in Cincinnati is one where you feel like I can get paid here, but I also want to stay here as long as this continues to ride out. Well, you got to win, though, right? Yes, that's, well, what, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah. they, they've turned it around. They're in the Super Bowl, and they got young guys that has a lot of personality and a lot of snack crackle pop, whether it's Mixon, whether it's Joe Burrow, whether it's T. Higgins. They just got a young team that that feels like they're going to be around in the AFC for several years to come. So with that, you say to yourself, when free agency comes around, I'll take a look at them. You know, and, and that's just any team that's winning. The Las Vegas Raiders, they can't attract free agents like that because they're not winning to the point where people are like, okay, I want to go play for the Raiders. You know, and until they start winning, you know, like the Rams, like the Rams are winning. When the Rams was under Jeff Fisher and they wasn't winning, People wasn't lining up in free agency to go play with them. Now, imagine? all of a sudden, they winning and they rolling dudes. It's like, yo, trade me over there. Could you imagine if Joe Burrow played in a place like like L.A. or Vegas? Like, mm. I mean, you brought up Vegas and Derek Carr. Derek Carr, good quarterback. Vegas, solid team. But, oh, my God, he's doing this in Cincinnati. And I agree. I, I believe, rather, that he has made it an attractive destination mm-hmm. for all the reasons you guys just laid out. They're winning. They're ballers on the team. And, and they have a kind of, this is like, you know, people like to compare uh, Joe Burrow's what everyone wanted Baker Mayfield to be. But the Bengals right now are what the Cleveland Browns aspired to be. Collection of young ballers with the right attitude on the right on the same page where it's the whole locker room type deal uh and and you know they know they're good <laughs> the whole thing you need the quarterback for that Baker oh, absolutely. is yes. not, not qu- he's okay but he's not the Odell gets to Cleveland they don't have chemistry but more than that they're Odell's a baller Nick Chubb and all these guys and they got to look at Baker and like you're not really you know, game recognized game. There's levels to it. They're, you're not yes. really on this level. But these dudes in Cincinnati looking at their quarterback like he's that dude. Well, he carries himself as that guy. When you when you are carrying yourself as such and you backing it up with your play, people going to follow you. That's just the reality of it. Uh, when you have a Baker Mayfield's case, you on every commercial, seems like you're on every commercial, that there is, but your play isn't backing those commercials up, players then tend to say, well, wait a minute, man, you you concentrating on the wrong things. Instead of getting the players to help you, you more worried about everything about yourself. Mm-hmm. And so now you get the negative trickle-down effect where you don't see Joe Burrow. Like, Joe Burrow is, is cracking right now. I, correct me if I'm wrong, I ain't seen him on nothing. And, and I could be wrong. Because, you know, I, I may have missed something, no, I, but I haven't I, seen him on nothing. But think about what it sets you up for, Tuki, and you made that, that great valid point about, you know, when you aren't getting 
the ball thrown to you the right way. It makes you focus. People start to focus on you to a degree, right? You start to focus on you. Man, I got to get out of here. I got to find somebody to put me in a better situation. Like, think about all that attention starts to come about what you need for yourself. When that ball's being thrown to you the right way, you have to make the right play, and it's consistently thrown to you the right way, and it's, you're like, yo, I got so many opportunities here. Like, that's just a different of individual mindset as well, and that's what Joe Burrow brings to the table. What Dick Vermeil said yesterday on this show Accuracy. My, it blew my mind because, again, Burrow has that thing that we all like to talk about. So the moxie, the extra dimension, the intangibles, the winner, he, you know, he makes good decisions, all that kind of stuff. What we don't talk about enough, in my opinion, is the dude is 6'4", who he, he, he got legs on him, and Dick Vermeil sat here and or, or came on the show and said he was the most accurate passer he's ever seen out of college so on top of all that like I watch you key when you sometimes watch plays and a receiver gets the ball just right you look at that thing like you're in heaven you're like oh it's like you you appreciate it at such a level so imagine what you seen the quarterbacks threw me the ball yes you say it every time that's (laughs) key will sit in studio and go off camera just go man that's a handoff look at that that's a handoff Joe Burrow is giving these dudes, on top of everything else, handoffs. Yeah, no, even the touchdown last week to Jamar Chase on the fade, the back of the end zone, people think that it was a great catch because he went up to get it. But it was thrown in the perfect spot so he could go up to get it. He went reaching and diving and the ground. It was where he needed to go elevate at the highest level to go get the ball, so Joe put it right there. And that's who he is. So I think... The only thing that I would say, and here I go, Mr. Negative, is in the offseason, I need his ass to hit the weight room. <laughs> Everyone says that, but he's doing yeah, I need, fine. Yeah, I need him to get in the weight room because the way he's getting hit, I, I don't oh, know if he man. can last. Mm. Yeah, that he, by the way, and Mahomes, who was the last great thing right before him, they take certain chances. They like ball secure and all that, but they take so they have just enough of that. I'm going to try this right now. Fortune favors the bowl. Aaron Rodgers is likely winning a second straight MVP tomorrow and a Packers Super Bowl champion says the team should trade him? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.